This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Thursday, May 27th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the Savage One, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning? Hey, doing great this morning, buddy. Um, it is Thursday, and uh, you know it's a it's a new day. We're almost to the weekend, the uh, big holiday weekend. So doing well, and looking forward to uh, Florida Man today, man, and oh. the Nuggets tonight. Hopefully we can pull ahead. We're even uh, with the, the Trailblazers. We've even hit 1-1, one, one, so uh, it'll be good. And then next week, of course, I'll blab, I'm sure, about the abs. Uh, <laughs> you know, got to support our uh, Colorado teams here. Yeah, yeah, unless you're a Rockies fan, uh, you know, Colorado uh, is a, uh, a fantastic sports town, at least right now. Yeah, the Rockies are the, the cream of the crop. The cream of the dump crop. <laughs> How do you really feel about it, Tone? Uh, get new owners, and uh, I'll start rooting again. It sucks. I have so much Rocky memorabilia right, right off to the right of, or the left of me. Um, second favorite team behind the Giants, but uh, with the ownership, it just it's tough to root for them anymore, man. <laughs> and it's not their fault. It's just bad owners. Yeah. Well, hopefully for the next couple of years, it'll swing the other way, and uh, you'll be proud of your Rockies again. But uh, until then, you know. Cheap tickets and, and just enjoy the games where you can, right? Oh, no, not cheap. They've ra- they've raised prices oh. because the All-Star game's coming. Yeah, greedy, That's greedy right. bastards. Yeah, <laughs> greedy bastards. Hey, but the All-Star game should be fun, though. That'll be cool. Well, folks, you get tickets. let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, we all know that you love the beach. It's one of your favorite places to travel mm-hmm. to. Say you're strolling along the beach and you come across a bag filled with drugs. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I read the article. I know you're going with it. Um, you call the authorities. The reason being is you might think like, oh, found these drugs. Maybe I could sell them and make a quick buck or something. Well, then you turn into a drug dealer and your life's going to turn upside down. Walter White, it's going to spin out of control. You're going to be in your white under ruse and and shit's just going to go bad. So yeah. what you should do and what I would do is just call local authorities and don't mess with it. So Yeah, that way you don't have to deal with pizza on your yeah. roof. And then, uh, yeah, you know, because, the- you know, somebody's coming for that. That's somebody's missing uh, drugs. And man, they are coming for it. Oh, One way yeah. or the other, whether you think 
that you're like no one knows where it is uh, somebody's going to find it that's yeah. tied to it yeah ultimately you're either in trouble with the authorities or you're in trouble with uh, the cartel but uh, a position you don't want to be in all that goes to say that walker strolling on a beach near hastings stumbled across some large packages which turned out to be concealing a ton of cocaine the packages, all in waterproof bags and attached to life jackets to make them float, had a combined weight of 960 kilograms. I don't know what that relates to in pounds, which if cut and sold in the streets in the UK would have an estimated street value of $80 million. Two separate oh. piles of bags were found and some floating in the water off the coast of St. Leonard's in East Sussex. Samples taken from the load have tested positive for cocaine, though for full forensic examination will now be carried out. National Crime Agency officers have now opened an investigation, obviously. Martin Grace, uh, NCA branch commander, describes the haul as significant. We think it originated in South America, but we are keeping an open mind about how the drugs washed up here and where the end destination might have been, he said. And, uh, you know, South America to the UK... My guess is they were trying to get it somewhere in the U.S. or somewhere at least in North America. And maybe the uh, tides just shifted. Uh, you know, you've got that jet stream that goes through and um, it maybe just accidentally ended up in England. But $80 million worth of cocaine. Yeah. That is significant. Yeah. You underestimate my power. Well, and that's a crazy, you know, the fact that it floated and washed up ashore, it's not like Baby Shark ate it, nothing like that, you know? It just, it, that blows my mind. It's, uh, but good on the person calling in and see, this is why you do that, because uh, it makes news and you don't want to be a part of that news. And plus, I would never put my name as the one that found it and turned it in, because they still might come find you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd want to remain anonymous, but uh, you actually bring up a good yeah. point. There might still be packages floating around, and some sharks over there are high off their asses. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, man, I'm going to chomp off that guy. Hey, look, man, there's a seal. Arr. See? <laughs> now, Bruce, that's how Bruce got such a bad rap in Jaws, you know? He's just, maybe he was tricked out on a little cocaine. He didn't mean to bite that lady at night. He just thought it was a seal. I don't know if cocaine gives you the munchies, but, uh, you know, it's uh, at least they'll stay busy and hyped up. Yeah. So I don't know. Actually, I've never been around. Well, I, we've been to a lot of heavy metal concerts, so I can't say I've never been around anyone on coke. I don't know. I just seen people on meth, but that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's about the same. So It's the poor man's coke. Well, folks, <laughs> it is Thursday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we take a look at America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It's my favorite segment in Florida, man. We've got a segment called Scamtastic. It's something we did a few months back and revisiting that again. And of course, we close out the day with this day in history. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, Daddy. <laughs> 
from the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming Video Game Box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you're from South America and you're missing about $80 million worth of cocaine. Eh, go ahead and give us a call. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is Thursday, and as we do on Thursdays, oh, it's time for my favorite segment. We explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man. Oh, good for you. Welcome to another fun, crazy edition of Florida Man, where the crazies are out and about, and we're going to St. Petersburg, where this gentleman uh, had a little fun at a wedding. Well, it was definitely fun while it lasted. The party was cut short for one Florida man who was arrested after crashing the wedding reception of two strangers. He boldly snuck into the event not only once, but twice before being caught by law enforcement. Uh, on May 20th, Sadie and Adam DeJeka said, I do at the Grand Plaza Hotel down at St. Pete Beach. And the dreamy ceremony went off without a hitch. When the reception rolled around, how, however, an uninvited guest, Mark Allen Sanderson, was able to slip into the soiree, reportedly enjoying uh, hors d'oeuvres. Oh, God. Um, hors d'oeuvres. Snacks. Hors d'oeuvres. Thank you. And snacks at the open board the bar dancing with the women of the bash. Um, it was a scene parallel to the 2005 flick wedding crashers. When the new Mr. And Mrs. Hit the dance floor together, wedding photographer Val Ritter experienced a strange interruption. Uh, it was first, it was the first dance and I was taking pictures of the bride and groom. I feel Sanderson behind me doing some kind of dance and touching me or trying to get my attention. I've had wedding crashers, but they've never been that aggressive. Snapping a photo of his dance moves, Ritter was surprised to see the married couple looking so alarmed, which, of course, was caught on camera. Uh, The pictures are actually there. They're kind of funny. At first, we were like, is that your friend? No. Is that your friend? No. He basically came in and was just at the bar trying to get drinks, and then he was dancing with the bridesmaids and the groom's mother. The bride thought it was hilarious. The groom did not. Neither did any of the groomsmen. The bride's father and two brothers promptly escorted Sanderson out of the party, but the man wouldn't be gone for long. The Lando Lakes wedding crasher soon returned to the bash, entering through the kitchen. This time, though, revealers this time 
his antics weren't so humorous. Sanderson was escorted out again by Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, charged with disorderly contact. Law enforcement officials reported that he had been drinking. What? On Tuesday morning, the party crashed in. The party crasher was bailed out of jail. Moving forward, uh, the Jajaka say they'll be harboring no hard feelings towards the uninvited guest. Sadie even plans to feature the moment in her wedding album. When weddings go bad, it just becomes a part of your wedding story. Way to go, a-hole! It's just funny. Like, their picture, there is classic. They're like... <laughs> Was he at least dressed so, nice? Uh, he had an orange polo on, and in his dance move, he's like... <laughs> yeah, so like that. It'll make for We're a great down, story, but we start uh, out with the fun one, you know, exactly. and then we'll start getting into the crazies because we're going to Daytona Beach, where a Florida felon wanted for violation of probation was arrested after sheriff's deputies in Volusia County were notified that he was streaming on Facebook Live. The live stream showed Timothy Munford, 25, streaming a video of himself driving to Southside Jet Ski and renting a watercraft on Friday. The Facebook video also showed a Daytona Beach Shores public safety safety officer approach and arrest him. The Volusia County Sheriff's uh, Office said they had been advised that Mumford was known to be armed with a handgun with an extended magazine. During a search of Mumford's vehicles, investigators found a sil- found Silver Taurus GTC handgun with one round chamber and 24 rounds in extended magazine. A black Taurus GTC handgun with one round chamber and 23 rounds, an extended magazine, an extra magazine with six rounds. Uh, investigators also found a bag of powder, which tested presumptive positive for fentanyl, two bags of marijuana, and cash. Munford was charged with three counts of possession of a weapon ammunition by a convicted felon, trafficking fentanyl, and possession of narcotics paraphernalia. He's being held without bond in Volusia County and is awaiting extradition back to Marion County where he was wanted on a violation of probation in an obstructing justice, justice harassing case. Winner, You're winner, so chicken dumb. Dinner. You are really dumb. For real. He really is, man. Yeah. Just uh, and don't go around putting it on Facebook Live. You're <laughs> you, you're just begging to be caught, and there is evidence there that uh, will put you away for a long time. It really will, man. Um, so now we're going. I'm not sure where in Florida this is. I'm sure the article will eventually tell us. But state troopers recently arrested a Florida man who was caught trying to live out his Titanic movie fantasies and make his heart go on top of a moving vehicle. Local news affiliates report the authorities arrested Leonard Olson, 70, after an off-duty deputy for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department caught him on video attempting to surf his Cadillac while traveling on the highway with cruise control <laughs> enabled. The deputy first noticed Olson's Cadillac doing more than 100, 100 miles per hour when it abruptly slowed down to just 40. Then Olson supposedly opened the sunroof, propped himself up top, of his moving car while traveling down the Interstate 4 in the westbound lane. This prompted the officer to begin recording the video on his smartphone. Following the event, the deputy called in for on-duty reinforcements to which Florida Highway Patrol responded. Olson was pulled over just a few minutes later at the intersection of US-98 and Wedgwood Estates Boulevard. I thought it would be a nice way to praise God for a minute, and I thought it would be a nice... It would be nice at the time, and that's what I did, Olson supposedly said in a testimony, according to FHP arrest report. 
When Olsen was apprehended, he was quoted saying that he'd rather go to jail than go back to his home. My wife treats me like a servant, and she's the mistress, Olsen continued. Lock me up. I'd rather go to jail than go back home. So that's what happened. Olsen was charged with reckless driving and booked at Polk County Jail with a $21,000 bond. His heart will go on. Has the planet gone mad? I don't know about living out uh, Titanic. It sounds like more uh, uh, styles from uh, Teen Wolf. Remember, we surfing on top of the van. Yeah, that's pretty funny, though. In the video, he's got the sunroof up and he's just like this. I think that's where they got the Titanic. Gotcha. From. But, uh, that's what I'm guessing, at least. But uh, the guy is definitely cuckoo cachoo. Um, and this is why we love Florida, man, that we're going back to St. Petersburg. Beautiful area. A lot of crazies there because yep. we're going to Madeira Beach where two men were arrested Thursday after a carjacking during a test drive led to a crash on Gulf Boulevard less than an hour later, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Counting to, according to deputies, 30-year-old Robert Gajate went down to the Crown Mitsubishi in St. Petersburg before 2.30 p.m. and asked to test drive a 2012 Cadillac CTS. Once in the car, Gajate... <clears throat> pointed a gun at the salesman Christian Jensen and ordered him out of the car at the intersection of 54th and 37th Street. Kajate drove off and picked up George Olson, who is 25. Deputies heard the reports of Cadillac driving recklessly and eventually found the stolen car after Kajate crashed it into a palm tree near 14048 Gulf Boulevard in Madera Beach just after 3.15 a.m. Well, they had a long day of uh, gallivanting. Gajate and Olsen ran from the scene. They were arrested shortly after. Deputies said Olsen was found with crack cocaine and a handgun, reported stolen in 2003, used in the carjacking, of, uh, which was used in the carjacking. Gajate admitted to stealing the car and told deputies he was released from jail last month for stealing another car. Olsen of Pinellas Park is charged with felon in possession of a firearm and possession of crack cocaine. Gajate, no known address, was charged with armed carjacking, grand theft auto, felon in possession of a firearm, reckless driving, property damage, driving with a suspended license, uh, and re- uh, revoked license. Both remain in Pinellas County Jail. Gajate set for $170,000 and $22,000 for Olson. Crack kills, ladies and gentlemen. Crack. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Sounds like they yeah. need to keep him in jail. As soon as he gets out, he does the same thing again, goes right back. Why even bother with the whole process? Exactly. Hey, we're going down to Orlando where a Florida man tried to use caged finches to distract officers from an illegal bird trapping operation he had set up at his home. Wildlife officer said Tuesday the ploy did not work and the Miami-Dade County man was arrested, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. That's a hard one to say fast. Acting on a tip, law enforcement officers first spotted a bird trap in a tree, plainly visible from the street. Then they saw an enclosure filled with several migratory birds. Investigators found three bird cages, an aviary, 13 painted painted buntings and three indigo buntings and a partridge in a pear tree that last part's <laughs> not true which did not provide the man's name or city both species are a part of the cardinal family when the man was interviewed he tried to use cage finches in the house to distract officers but failed and was arrested 
All native birds, including their nests and eggs, are protected under the Federal Migratory Bird Treaty Act. No one is allowed to place traps or take birds without authorization. So, guys, Isn't that beard? <laughs> what a goof, man. Uh, let's see. Let's do one more, yeah. One more, yeah. Let's see. What, do we want that one? This one, we'll go with fun. It's 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 this is not I don't know how fun it is, but we'll go with this one. Right. Uh, we're going to Okaloosa County, where a 20 year old Hunter Mills Hunter Mills was operating a front loader when his girlfriend showed up. Problem is, she showed up in another man's car, a 2010 Cadillac, to be exact. Seems like Hunter might have recognized the man's caddy since he proceeded to dump an entire bucket of dirt. On his girlfriend, presumably ex-girlfriend now, who was in the car. When she arrived to their meeting place, um, ironically located on Phil Dirt Road, P-H-I-L, Dirt Road, he asked her whose car she was driving, and when she wouldn't answer, he buried her car with dirt while she was inside. According to the report, the, re- the windows were open, so although she wasn't injured, Dirt filled into the center console, air vents, and power windows. Mills was charged with felony criminal mischief, um, and it's a felony over $1,000. Classic rom-com material indeed. Oh, good for you! shows up in another Cadillac. Guy dumps thousands of pounds of dirt on said Cadillac, but... Yeah, and in there that, you go. In that case, I don't say I, I necessarily blame necessarily blame him. You know, it's yeah. uh, you don't want your girl showing up in some other dude's car for sure. Well, folks, no. that does do it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got a segment called Scamtastic. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now you can also get us from the comfort of your own home on your smart TV or on your mobile device just by downloading the ngbn.tv app. Just go to the Phoenix Media channel there and you can get this show and all the other great shows on Phoenix Media. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, in this segment, wanted to read... Wanted to revisit an old favorite, uh, Scamtastic. You know, scam calls are a way of life these days. I got one yesterday that uh, even on the answering machine, on the uh, voicemail message, you know, it was a, a, a digitized voice that says, please hold while we connect you with the FBI officer assigned to your case. It's like, oh, come, come on. You know, the FBI is not uh, reaching out by some 800 number on the phone. If, if they want to get a hold of me, they'll come knock on my door. They'll send me was a his, letter. Was his name Jeff? No, yeah. It, it I, was, on top of that. It was Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin? Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> so oh, in any case, 
Figured I'd uh, revisit uh, how some people dealt with their scam callers. And, uh, you know, some of these are pretty fun. And, Tony, if you have any uh, experiences you want to chime in on, feel free. But let's go ahead and start with our first one here on Scamtastic. It's a trap! This from Twitter user Louie3 says, I always ask them if they are a real voice. Adding that my doctor told me not to listen to other voices as they do as, as they make me do bad things. So, uh, yeah, you know, a, mental illness is always a great way to get out of a scam call, right? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, my head hurts. Uh, do, do you take certain medicines? Can I sell you some? <laughs> I've never had one of the medical ones call me. That's probably weird, ones, but not, yeah. not that one. Well, let's keep rolling on, talking scamtastic. It's a trap! Twitter user ThatJackie1 says... My six-year-old son managed to keep a scammer on the phone for 20 minutes and told him when asked for a parent that daddy doesn't live here and mommy's doing a big poo on the toilet. I sat next to next to him shaking right here, with laughter. Right <laughs> hey, you know, if That's you, can, good. If you can get kid, your kids to tell off a scammer, awesome. Yeah, what I like is uh, that if I had a kid, that that's how I would train him. I like to mess with them a lot. It's like, oh, okay, uh, my address is, and I like to come up with fake addresses, and they're like, uh-huh. I go, I'm just verifying. This is what you have, right? Yes, correct. That is correct, Mr. Mr. Jack. Yes, yeah, Mr. Jack. Uh, yep, okay, and you got my last name. is Off, right? Right? <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Off. I have you. Okay. Or they ask it's you. It's fun because they totally agree with everything you say, and you're like, "You have my address is uh, um, seven five nine two Butt Street, right? Uh, Butt, sir? I go, yeah, it's B U T T, right? Yes, sir. That's what I have on here. Yes, one two three five. Nope, it's seven three nine five. Oh, yes, correct. Seven three nine five, sir. Butt Street. I got you. <laughs> it's like, and they they really think you're giving them the info, and you're like, "Oh man." Please, I, I can't go to jail. I need to give you this info. You've got more time than I do, or, or more patience for uh, them than I do. I like to mess with them. I, I like to get, I like to really mess with them. Uh, yeah, this is uh, war, Pablo. I can't hear you. Uh, today, you'll be telling me this stuff. I don't know. <laughs> See, I get to the point in the call where you pick up and you say, hello, and then nothing. Hello. And then they go into the thing. Yeah. It's like, nope, scammer. Done. Yeah, I, I would. I know I get a lot of my friends with my voicemail and uh, people, but you can only imagine the scammers that bite at it. Hello. Hello. I would love it, but you never hear it. <laughs> well, and I only use those voices because generally those are the voices on the other end of the phone. Yep. Just, I'm just stating a fact, not making fun. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Well, speaking of voices, let's roll on with Scamtastic. It's a trap. This from Twitter user Ouija Pfeiffer says, I started replying in Gaelic. It's a great way to practice, and they haven't a clue what language I'm speaking. Mind you, a native Gaelic speaker might not either, but I'm improving. So, uh, yeah, use a different language, and uh, more often than not, they'll hang up right away. Yeah. It's, you can mess with them for sure. I, I love messing with them. I don't answer too many of them, because there is one time I was thinking, I got a little paranoid, I go, what if they're scamming me because I'm on the phone with them? Like, like, cause people are weird. They can do a lot of weird stuff. So then I'm like, Oh, I better just hang up. They're triangulating your position so they can track you down. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, it, that's uh, not a bad way to just randomly change. You know what? A girl I dated in the past, 
She used to have her and her sister had their own little weird language that they would talk to each other, and it it sounded strange. It was not a real language. It was something they had done since they were kids, and the way they talked, they sounded like um, like they were from Mepos with Balky or something. Was it like Pig Latin or something along yeah, those lines? Yeah, it was so okay. weird. It was like uh, if I was going to say the Denver Broncos, it'd be Bronco Unst Den Weiss. It was like – Things were like split, but they put like a weird language at it. I it was weird. I couldn't keep up with it. Hey, hey. <laughs> I tried to understand it at times, but I couldn't get it. Great for scamming scammers. Well, let's keep yes. moving on. It's a crap. This from Twitter user Parm Purnell says, had a call where they wanted to talk to me about the accident, which wasn't my fault. I said, it wasn't an accident. I meant to kill him. They hung up. That's just rude. Yeah, if you can get them to hang up on you, you know you've accomplished a certain goal. That's the best when you can piss them off. It's great. <laughs> Again, you have to have dedicated time to do this. Uh, I don't have a lot of dedicated time, but sometimes I have time to be to to have a little fun and be a jackass. So, yeah, works. well, if you can record your next one, I'd I'd love to hear it. <laughs> okay, I'll try, man. Let's I'll try. Let's keep rolling on talking scamtastic. It's a trap. Twitter user Maggie Leet says, My dad used to do stuff like that. He was once offered free replacement windows. They asked how many he wanted. He replied, 500. He said he may as well do the whole street as well. Uh, yeah, you get those scam calls where, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to sell you something or they're trying to get you involved in something. And, uh, you know, just take it to the extreme. Yes. Do you remember? Well, obviously, you do remember when we were telemarketers like way in another life and, uh, I, there used to be people that would let you go through your whole dumbass spiel that you had to read on that screen. Yep. And at the end, they, they led you to believe you were going to get it. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm actually going to sell burpee, burpee seeds or home field and stream magazine or whatever the hell we were selling. <laughs> and then they click on you right when you got to your sale point. You had put all that effort and all that bullshit spiel in just for them to say, nah. <laughs> and you're like son of a bitch or or this guy he would come over and write when you're in your sale and he'd hang up and you're like no it took all day for that one <laughs> i look at it as a great practice for what we do here reading things yeah. on the screen making it sound as natural as possible and uh, ultimately zang sir you are gonna love field and street magazine it is the greatest magazine about old people like you Fishing. Why bother going to the great Northwest when you, sir, could read about it? For only $9,995 a month, you could get a Field and Street magazine. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, I don't know how we ever sold that crap. Yeah, we did, somehow. Well, let's keep rolling on, talking scamtastic. It's a crap! Twitter user Denny Rogers says, I miss my youngest son being at home. He had all the answers usually offered in a very urbane voice. He once conducted an entire conversation with quotes from Romeo and Juliet. Tony, that's I'm going to challenge you with uh, trying to carry on a conversation with nothing but uh, song lyrics. Oh, gosh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would have to really do it. Hey, I never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. There you go. <laughs> Hey, this is this is how you remind me. I like it. Again, you have to record that conversation because I okay. want to hear how it plays out. All right, and then finally here in Scamtastic, I saved, I think, my favorite for last. It's a crap! 
Twitter user John Go says, I once answered a call about heating in the house. The caller asked how the house was heated, obviously. He tried electric, gas, solid fuel, etc., all of which I said no. He finally said, well, how is the house heated? And I said, demonic possession. He then hung up. Satan. <laughs> it's a great way to heat the home. And, uh, you know, there's no energy bills. It, it only costs the low, low price of your eternal soul. Yeah, that's all. They, the small, small price you pay, you know, it's exactly. just a little price. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for Scamtastic. When we come back, we're heading into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Oh my god! Oh, that's that wasn't the one I wanted. This was the one you I wanted. You know what? I think we're gonna be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. <laughs> and Spread it around. Share it. Share it. Love it. Like it. Subscribe to it. Exactly. Speaking of which, you know, we like to drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thank you, Siri. All right, kicking off This Day in History, this day in 1849, the opening of the Great Hall of Euston Station in London. My only question is, is that where uh, platform nine three quarters uh, was first installed to take the children off to Hogwarts? I, I, that's where I'm thinking. Hey, Harry, we've got to get down to the Euston Station. Yeah. It's time to go. How did they get hey, there before Potter? that? Yeah. Right here, there's going to be some butter beer on the other end when you get down there. That's what a little butter beer is going to give you some mustache guns. It's delicious, you know? Sugary. Yeah, I don't know if you've had it, Tone. It's gross. Butter beer? Yeah. I like it. Man. Really? It was oh, good. Yeah. yeah, it was yummy, man. At Universal <laughs> Studios, at least, it's good. It's a- well, let's keep Freaking rolling on. Sugar heart attack there. This day in 1873, Heinrich Schleiman discovers Priam's treasure, a cache of gold and other objects in his Arlick troy in anatolia um you know people just stumbled upon treasures back in the day you don't hear about that too much anymore no you gotta really look for it you know now it's you gotta go to like those uh uh rusted up junkyards across the midwest or or the middle america you know those you find like those old get off my lawn (laughs) you you know like american pickers that's that's where you find that um, I'm Heinrich Schleiman, and they found the Pyramid's treasure. I did hear that. I think some guys found um, 
oh, what was that guy's uh, lost treasure that he dumped in the mountains? I want to say D.B. Sweeney, but he was an actor in, in 90 shows. Um, was it the one in Colorado where they stumbled it uh, somewhere in the central? Yep. I had heard about that too, yeah. <sighs> that would be like awesome. he had left He had left hints of where it was, where to find his treasure, and it was finally found. Yep. But he was reels there. <laughs> well, let's Unlike keep... Unlike Geraldo and his Capone vault. No, that, that was a waste of time. Let's move on this day in 1930. The 1,046-foot Chrysler Building in New York City, the tallest man-made structure at the time, opens to the public. And uh, imagine 1930, seeing these skyscrapers. Would have been been mind-blowing. You know, we sort of take them for granted these days. No, absolutely. You just... You're still amazed by them, but like, you know, like today, you're like, ah, well, the technology was there to do it. But back then, 1930, it's hard to fathom that the technology was there. The the cranes that hold the weight, the people that actually like tested this to make sure it wouldn't topple, it would stay up and and could it sustain the winds, the temperature, the it's definitely a huge feat, so oh, yeah. it's definitely neat. The engineering, the craftsmanship that goes into it is is just awe-inspiring. Well, let's, Absolutely. Let's keep rolling on this day in 1948. Hank Greenberg buys an interest in the Cleveland Indians. Oh, I can't believe I just said Cleveland Indians. We're no, going to be canceled they're still, now? They're still called there. No, they didn't go by the Cleveland baseball team this year. They're still called the Indians. Oh, they didn't change it. I don't know. They're don't going know. to, but... Uh, you know, how dare he put Chief Wahoo as his logo, though? How dare we even mention the term Indians? <laughs> ah, yeah. Crap for the Indians! <laughs> Anthrax song, by the way. Rolling on this day in 1951, Chinese communists forced the Dalai Lama to surrender his army to Beijing. I have so many questions about this. I thought the Dalai Lama was a, a man of peace. What's he doing with an army? That's what I was just about to ask. I... I didn't know that. I always thought he was just a very relaxed peace man. Right, right. Maybe they're uh, uh, peace warriors. There you go. There you go. Rolling on this day in 1968, George Hallis retires from coaching, finishing with 318 regular season wins and six NFL titles. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bears still wear a George Hallis patch on every single one of their uniforms, right? They sure do. Yep. It looks like Darth Vader, I think, from far, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I never put that together, but uh, yeah, Yeah. totally. Kind of does, but just from afar. When you see it up close, not so much, but sometimes it just resembles that. (laughs) Well, this day in 1969, Jerry Lewis's show, uh, Second Run, last airs on NBC TV. Um, was never a big Jerry Lewis fan. Uh, yeah. His telethons, eh, kind of boring. And his nutty professor, uh, yeah, just a, a character that I never really got behind. Yeah, give me Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. I'll take that and Charlie Horse and Hush Puppy over Jerry. <laughs> Flavin'. <laughs> Moving on this day hey, in night. Hey. 1975, Paul McCartney releases Venus and Mars. Again, better with the Beatles than apart. I'm going to break up with the Beatles. I'm going to put out Venus and Mars. It's going to be a great time because one day on the Christian Phoenix show, they'll talk about it. (laughs) And Tony, here's your chance to switch your British accent over to the more traditional one. This day in 1977, the Sex Pistols released God Save the Queen, sparking major controversy and leading to a ban on the song by the BBC. Oh, how dare they 
Ben, our song, God Save the Queen. You know, it was a lovely song. It, uh, we wanted to save the Queen, and how dare they? They banned us on the BBC. Well, it's just going to have to go down, you know, as, uh, as one of the major controversies. <laughs> and now if a song like that came out, nobody would blink an eye. Mm, nah, not so much. Let's keep moving on. <laughs> this day in 1981, John Hinckley attempts suicide by overdosing on Tylenol. Fatality. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this whole bottle of Tylenol. I'm going to do it. Oh, wait. The muscle relaxers? I'm still going to do it. How much? Don't you worry. How much Tylenol do you have to take to overdose on it? Yeah, I don't know. But this picture's pretty hardcore. I mean, the guy with the freaking Uzi machine gun that looks like Burt Reynolds in a suit. Oh, totally. Like, that's pretty hardcore, man. That's like an album cover right there. <laughs> oh, Okay, well, that's moments Because it was the Reagan... Yeah. Ass- exactly. Okay, that. but the guy has an Uzi, man. Yeah, you don't mess with the Secret Service. Just watch uh, yeah. Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, that dude had an Uzi. Wow. <laughs> this day in 1994, we had a duo of shows that ended. You had the final broadcast of Arsenio Hall's talk show, and the Larry King ooh, 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 ooh. show ended as well. What was the other show? Larry King. Um, man. Eh. He came back like a bazillion times. That guy never really went away. He's still, you know, he's on from beyond the grave, too. I think he even hosted Tales from the Crypt before. Did he? (laughs) (laughs) You almost had me there. (laughs) Fort Collins, Colorado. You're on the air. Yeah. Hello. Here's my suspenders. Moving on this day in 1995, Superman actor Christopher Reeve is paralyzed from the neck down after falling from his horse in a riding competition in Culpeper, Virginia. Of course, he later died due to that uh, accident, but uh, such a sad loss. I mean, he was uh, has the potential to be a superstar, great in the Superman movies, and uh, so sad. Yep, absolutely. Very sad to see. Moving on, speaking of uh, movies, this day in 2005, DreamWorks computer animated film Madagascar with voices by Ben Stiller, Chris Rock, David Schwimmer, and Jada Pinkett Smith is released. Fun movie, you know, uh, DreamWorks was still trying to find their footing, and I think this is really sort of the film that cemented, uh, you know, them almost up to that Disney level. Yeah, it, it almost got there, but you know what? They've uh, that was a fun movie. It spawned a few sequels and the penguins and all that other stuff. So they made a big franchise out of that. And speaking of Schwimmer, uh, Friends reunions out today. So it is. I'm go. looking forward Friends to it. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, this day in 2013, the largest flag ever made at five tons with 44 miles of thread is unveiled in Romania. Ooh, that's I would. That's a long flag. I. I just want to stand next to it and just admire it. You know, we've got a huge flag down at the south end of Reno, uh, which uh, compared to this sounds like it'd be teensy tiny. Yeah, that's insane. That's uh, if it's 44 miles of thread, that's almost from uh, your house down to Carson City. Yeah, it's just that's a lot of thread. Make something a big flag exactly something to behold well folks before we head out for the day we like to run down today's holidays where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate for instance today tony oh get ready it's cellophane tape day Ooh, i i just i really need that well, i like turtles. what would we do without this holiday it is national yes. grape popsicle day the worst of all the popsicle flavors yeah 
<laughs> it is National Gray Day, as in gray matter. You know, taking care of your oh. brain. Well, I was going to say, I'm wearing a gray shirt in honor of Gray Day and the Denver Nuggets. There you go. I like it. It is Nothing to Fear Day. So uh, get yeah. out there, do something that uh, might scare you a little bit because there is nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. Go shit your pants. Don't fear it. <laughs> it is sunscreen... Yeah. Sunscreen Protection Day, always a good idea. Don't just yeah, put it on today. always a good thing, yeah. It is, is Melanoma Month. Yep. It is Red Nose Day. I have a feeling that has something to do with uh, Patch Adams. <laughs> and then finally, it is Old Time Player Piano Day, the laziest yes. of all the instruments. Folks, that does it for today's episode. We will be back tomorrow on a Friday. Brand new episode with good news, everyone, because we like to take you into the weekend on an up note. In the meantime, enjoy your Thursday, and we will see you all tomorrow. Go Nuggets. Peace.